everyone, and welcome back to the Broadway Bulletin. We are so glad you could join us for another edition of our mini-sode series. And on today's episode, we are covering two fantastic and completely different shows. For our first performance, we head to the royal palace known as the Long Acre Theater, where we saw a new musical, Diana. It was a wonderful show. Yes. It was, I, I loved it. Um... I want to discuss this all the way through, but I'm going to save all these points for our regular episode, because that's what you do. But uh, just to give a few highlights, because it's wonderful, the costumes were amazing. The costumes and the wigs were, oh my god, fantastic. Yeah, uh, the iconic looks of Diana were just everywhere, and they were just gorgeous. Oh yeah. The dancing was fabulous. Oh yeah. That ensemble was incredible. The lights... Oh my gosh! Were amazing. I loved um, the opening, just with all the f- the flash bulbs. Yes, yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. Great opening. Um, it's you know I feel like that's the story of Diana's life. Started with and ended with the paparazzi. Right. Um, and and speaking of the story of it was a brilliant story. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, one of the things that I really appreciated is that they didn't make Camilla to be this like heartless homewrecker. They actually made her a human. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, I've grown up in a family where the royals, my mother is obsessed with the royals, particularly with Diana. And I've always known Camilla to just be this horrible human being, you know. And getting to see that she was actually in the picture before Diana and kind of where her role was, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, I do feel a little bit bad for you. You you should have been in this place. But at the same time, I'm like, you all, the cost of it, you shouldn't have ruined another human's life. Yes. <clears throat> So, um, I thought the ending, though, was a bit abrupt. Right, but I love that it was abrupt because Diana's life itself ended abruptly. And, you know, when you said that to me after the show, I didn't think about it. And I was like, what a smart ending then. Mm -hmm. You know, like it didn't, it felt almost like a letdown. Like you had all this energy and everything's happening. And then, of course, we had the iconic moment. Like, spoiler alert, if you don't know already... Princess Diana died. Right. And they didn't touch anything on the funeral or anything, which I thought they should have. It just, it, it kind of ended. And I was like, oh. And like it left this, it's like hearing a, a note that doesn't, like a chord that doesn't resolve. And you just kind of left like, I didn't feel like it, it all resolved. But when you mentioned like, no, but her life just kind of suddenly ended. There was no like, we, she was taken from us. It just, boom, it ended. And I was like, okay. I was just, I was a little bit slow to the game. I missed that. <laughs> um, the acting was absolutely incredible across yeah. the board. I mean, yeah. of course, this is an, a, a, a masterclass in mimicry, you know, but it was brilliant. And I thought the music was also clever and interesting. There wasn't like total Jerry Herman leave the theater humming along with songs, but there were very catchy songs and I thought uh, well there was one thing that I left humming which was the thriller in Manila with Diana and Camilla yeah. and I was like that's clever like there was some really clever wordplay in there so though the show got ravaged by the critics and I mean ravaged I purposely stay away from reviews and especially with this show but after the show I did go back and I read what some of the top critics said and I was like oh my gosh like y'all need to calm down it got ravaged I thought it was great. Yeah. And honestly, I would see it again. I don't care what the critics say. It was enjoyable. I, I mean, well, and I think that that's what it comes down to. I mean, 
honestly is I don't really go for theater critics, but I like theater reviewers. And the reason why is because you're going to get a difference of opinion. You're always going to get a difference of opinion. And what I want to hear from people is, did you enjoy it? Was there a story or was there not? And what was the intent? Not like, I'm not going to read to filth the designers for not doing this, that, or the other. I mean, listen, I know a bad show when I see one, but I feel like you can find something good in every production. So... You know, go see the show for yourself and make up your own mind. Yeah, I thought for this show, there's so much about her life that, you know, you could have made this a two-part show. You know, it's Diana. Right. And so but I, I thought they did a, a good job in... A snapshot of her life. Yeah, a, a nice two-and-a-half-hour show, and the music was good, and we enjoy, we Fun got dancing. what we needed. This is This is for all of us. And our moms who lived in the 90s and loved Diana. And that's, what the, that's who this show is for. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to get like that hardcore history about Diana, this is not your show. This is not the audience. Like we're not no, 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 no. learning exactly. all about Queen Elizabeth. This like is no, no. Fun and it is very historically accurate. But this is fun. Yes. So, tickets for the show at the Long Acre Theater are available through November twentieth of twenty twenty two. show we head back down to Astor Place to the Orpheum Theater where we saw the long-running show Stomp. This was such a fun afternoon out and I have seen both Stomp and Blue Man Group. Well and now I have too. Yeah but I'd seen them previously and of the two I was like I think she's gonna like Stomp more. Um, again this was a different theater experience. Very loud but very enjoyable. Yeah, I definitely think if I took my mom to this, she might get a migraine. Yeah. Just because sometimes All the, the sounds were a little yeah. overwhelming. Um, but I thought that it was really cool. Um, I loved that everything, every sound, every movement, every touch mm-hmm. um, was part of it. And like you can turn, it kind of just blended that line that you can turn anything into a rhythm. It was the sound of the street. Which yes. is what I loved. It's the yes. sound that people were hearing in the subways and on the street corners, and they turned it into a theatrical show. Mm-hmm. Well, because you really didn't need to have fancy drums or mm-hmm. fancy anything. You could just grab whatever and make sound. Yep. It was humorous as well as entertaining, which was mm-hmm. great. My favorite parts were the numbers that they did with the Zippo lighters. Which was really cool. That one was really cool. And then they had like these scrunchy pipes yep. that they used to make sound and those I liked those PVC pipes better than the ones they used in Blue Man Group. Yeah, I like I said, I think the Blue Man Group in Vegas is a much better and different experience than the one in New York. But they're both so great. Um the ta- the performers were incredibly talented, you know. I top notch, fantastic performers. Oh yeah. Well and I love that they got audience participation and not like, oh everyone come in up here, but it's like, hey, you have hands, you can clap. There was no Let's word make- spoken, yeah. And it was just it's that audience reaction, that that crowd chaos mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was great because you had that one guy like the leader who was getting us a clap and then you had like the fool. Mm-hmm. You know, who got it everyone else involved. Well, and I was like, this is great. And you knew who 
you knew the different roles that were being played in the theatrical sense, which was great. Yes. Well, one thing I also really appreciated was the venue. Um, being right there in the East Village. I mean, it just Perfect felt, artistic venue. Yes, yep. it felt very boho, very just like tiptoeing through the tulips. Like I like that weird. We're, we're bohemian, but we're tiptoeing through the tulips. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense, I promise. Take somewhere. your medicine, Nana. <laughs> It's the perfect show for someone wanting an alternative to a traditional theatrical show. Tickets for this show at the Orpheum Theater are available through June 26th of 2022. That concludes today's episode. Uh, Be sure to tune in to our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. Until next time, I'm Hope Bird. And I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Milton Arias and Billy Murray. <laughs>